Welcome to the 45th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the chicken to my sandwich, Brandon Gross. I like it. It's a good chicken sandwich. It's Super Bowl Sunday when we're recording. When you're listening to this, it'll be long done. Super Bowl will be long done. Um, Can you believe the one, the big game, Brandon? <laughs> wow, I can't believe the big game. Can you not say it on a <laughs> podcast? No, it's only when it's think- like brand shit right i think you are i don't know because i've seen people just like on youtube and twitter referring it as uh, referring to it as the big game so i know that there's like that weird rule that for branding purposes you can't because it's a copyright infringement but i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know otherwise but it seems like everything's like make sure to uh secure your wings for the big game or the you know some weird shit like that yeah well i remember obviously as we've talked about in the podcast i was in the radio world mm-hmm. briefly and every promotion that you did for for the big game, you had to say the big game. And I remember before uh, uh, one of my last things I did there before COVID hit was we had like a viewing party at a casino in LA for the Super Bowl, And we had to design a t-shirt and we got this really cool t-shirt design. And then the salesperson was like, can we get the big game in bigger font? It's like, no, you want to hide where it says the big game. It's embarrassing. (laughs) Were you able to use the logos? Uh, No, we had to use the team colors. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, what did this shirt look like? It was just it like, was it was the, like a the big game in small font. Like and it just had artistically, it was cool at first, but then it was like, oh, we have to add uh, five sponsors in the big game. But it was like oh, okay. it was like a, a, a gridiron that sort of had like spray paint. It looked like spray paint, sort of, and like the helmets of oh, spray paint. It looked nice. cool. cool. It was like artistically that, yeah. as cool as possible. But then they're like, wait, we have to add Sunoco to it because it's <laughs> or whatever brand it was. So. <laughs> That's funny. Wait, so is, you did this at a casino? What casino was there in Los I Angeles? I didn't. I didn't go to it, but yeah, there's a casino actually right near the stadium. I think it's oh called like, no way! Uh, the bicycle casino. I went there. I went there once, and it's okay. really nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, the bicycle one. Then there's also out in Palm Springs. There's Morongo, which mm. um, is truly hell on earth. I had to go there for a, <laughs> okay. I had to go there for a Rick Springfield concert. I don't know if we Whoa. talked about this in the pod. I don't know if we have or not. Yeah. I don't so, think so so one of the radio stations would play shit like rick springfield yeah. and he did a show and uh they didn't have a stage at the time so they had to do it in like the conference room sort of like where they would have big like <laughs> oh, no. yeah yeah like so speaking it, things or yeah like where they'd have big speaking oh, engagements okay. or whatever religious zealots come and speak um <laughs> i don't know if probably not at a casino actually but uh but yeah so rick springfield man and you know what i don't like rick springfield but he put on a hell of a show he knows his audience is okay is all right 50 year old women um and he's like he played to that demo he was climbing on 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 the conference room chairs no way really yeah man he's in good shape his crew were the meanest people i've ever met but oh. he was very he seemed very nice all right that's good that's weird that they're like i i mean i, I it's so uh so admirable that he would be playing a conference room and still commit like he was playing like an arena. he was committing hard yeah and he's in you know he's in good shape uh you know he doesn't look as good as he used to but i mean that makes who sense does? who does that makes sense listen not me i'll tell you what i don't not look me. as good as rick springfield i bet <laughs> Um, yeah, we got the big game. What are you doing for the, the, the like, big can game? We say, yeah, the big game. Yeah. What are you doing for the big game? Um, what am I, I don't know what I'm doing for the big game. I have a couple okay. people that are, that are, uh, that have events, events going yeah. on, but I'm like, also, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like doing it, you know, yeah. as we Might know, I'm not a big football guy. I don't know if I feel like sitting there, you know, hearing the, oh, this, oh, it's the commercials are on. Be quiet. You know, I'm in LA. So it's <laughs> yeah, like people exactly. who don't give a shit about, about yeah, football yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. And you know, I don't really care either, but I do like watching it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it by ear. I'll see how I'm feeling later. What about you? You're hosting. I heard I'm hosting. Yeah, so we're probably having like 
eight friends coming over today. Um, it should be good. I get stressed about this stuff. So I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. one of, one of my anxieties with hosting is that we're not going to have enough stuff for everybody. Food. Like we're not going to have enough food. There won't be enough drinks. Like there will we'll have to, it'll be an inconvenience later in the night. And then every time we throw one, we have too much stuff. And I end up having to be like, send stuff home with people or like <laughs> we have a fridge full of Buffalo chicken dip for the week. Like we yeah. just have way too much stuff. Um, so I'm trying to take a chill this time. I texted everybody. I was like, I'm making deviled eggs. I make a mean deviled egg. Um, and what are, whatever, just say what you're bringing, and we'll figure it out after that. That's kind of where I was at. But that's um, good. You're, so the game starts at 3.30 for you then. That's I think it's early. 3.30, yeah. Wow. So it's going to be yeah. done by 7. Yeah, done by 7, and then you can drink all night, you know, celebrate the Rams <laughs> yeah, victory. Hey, you know what's funny? I, I really feel like no one gives a shit here. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm yeah. very far from where the stadium is, mm-hmm. but... I feel like I feel like I've not seen any Rams gear when it's like when the Dodgers are in the playoffs, you see Dodgers everywhere. Cars, everywhere. Obviously, the Dodgers have the longevity here, but that makes a big difference. That makes a big difference. I know I've told this anecdote on the podcast before, but when I went out to one of the downtown, who were we talking to? Oh, I think we were talking to RM last week about downtown LA breweries. breweries, Yeah. Um, But I went there once during like the MLB playoffs, and it was just slammed to the like just. Every wall to wall people there for the game, so that was always yeah. really cool. Is how much LA embraced the Dodgers. Who did you go with? Who were you? Were you cheating on me? Who was this? <laughs> oh, no, was this? no, it was. I went out, and then I it happened to also coincide with gotcha. uh, a Dodgers playoff game. So yeah, um, no, I know. No, I'm <laughs> starting a secret baseball podcast, branded with somebody else. Sorry, <laughs> a Dodgers podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah. Tuck my Dodgers hat under the desk. <laughs> I I have to say I am. We talked about this a little bit, with Arm, but it's like I'm getting I'm getting a little antsy and a little sad that baseball, yeah, dude. Because like I said, after the Super Bowl. Every year, I share a text with my dad. It's like it's baseball season, but now I'm like, maybe is it? Yeah, I uh, I, I feel like this last. So we're, we're like like Brandon said, we're recording on Sunday. Um, and the reason we were supposed to initially record on Thursday was it we were just going to do some something yeah. similar to this. Um, but then there was the the rumor that the the players and the and the owners were going to finally meet on Saturday. So Brandon and I were like optimistic. Let's Hopeful. hope that there's maybe some something. good news. Yeah. Yeah, something that we could celebrate when we get on. Nope. Instead, uh, another under an hour meeting. Yeah. Um, seems like they're they're just as far as they were three days ago, four days ago. So. Glad yeah, and, and and also you and I were texting about this, but some troubling things that you know maybe we should have known about before. But like, uh, I think it was in the an athletic article where they're mentioning how uh, for spring training none of the p- players are oh, are yeah. paid whatsoever, At and all. then for minor leaguers they view it as almost a training camp that they pay for, right? So they gave an estimate, I believe it was of 2200 of like, oh, this is how much it would cost for... If you were doing private... Yeah, exactly. Which is just a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) As if there's no incentive for them, for their minor league players to improve in in skilled. They're just doing it as a favor. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. There is no greater example of the the disparity between uh, uh, what's going on in Major Baseball with what's actually going on in this country. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, it's oh, the absolutely. best example right now of what's happening. And it's so upsetting. Cause also we talk about the players, but it's like, how about the spring training vendors? Like what the yeah. hell man? Like they're or, like, or concession employees or yeah. Like ticket yeah. people. Yeah. This everybody. is probably when they make the most money or have the most hours. I'd imagine. Uh, so, I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess if they have a minor league, uh, if they have a minor Team, league, yeah. but they have extra month of work. That yeah, this way. that's yeah, it's bullshit, so. and they're definitely play, like paid part time. There's no way they're salaried any of these people. No way they're like c- making sure that they're getting taken care of in the off season, right? Like it's for sure just a part time gig. Yeah, just part time gig. So yeah. absolute nonsense. Yeah, and, absolute nonsense. And obviously, they're saying that it's like, well, the owners don't really give a shit, and they feel like as it encroaches closer to the regular season, 
um, that's when they think the players are going to come to their senses because that's yes. when they get a paycheck. That's when they, yeah, that's when they're going to start missing paychecks. And the owners, I mean, they're just, it's going to be a delayed paycheck. Will you imagine that they would cut the games down and keep the same playoff schedule, right? They would just like play less than 162, but they would. Yeah, they would I mean, they start. could do the old fashioned 154, um, and they could jam some double headers in there, seven inning double headers. So, like, um, what's that push us back? Like a week or two? Two weeks? If it yeah. starts two weeks late, you think they could they could still well, do it? And also, April, they have the most games built in because of the weather, but most, most oh, off days, excuse me, off days built in because of weather. Because there's still some, yeah, yeah so inclement I, weather. They Speaking could, of which, it's snowing today. I forgot to tell you this. It's snowing right now. Oh my god! It's out of the it's, middle of nowhere. It's like <laughs> eighty nine here today. Oh, I know. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. We're on a good baseball kick. I can't get us um, off the baseball kick. No, no, on them. Um, let's do a weather podcast. Let's do a weather um, podcast. I'll cheat on you with my weather pod. We could get Mike Trout on. Oh, he's a weather guy. Okay. He's a weather guy. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I was talking about. We were talking about April being the time that there's the most uh, potential to be. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I feel I feel weather. like if if God forbid it started April fifteenth. Yeah. Um, they could probably still swing 154. I'd imagine with some double headers and yeah, but God damn it. That sucks. And also all these pitchers are going to get injured, dude. I was thinking the same. Every thing. pitcher like is going to get game injured season all over again. Everybody's going to blow their arm out because they didn't slowly build up. There's got to be some way that they can still pitch. I mean, I don't know what was happening, but uh, Miguel Rojas, uh, the shortstop for the Miami Marlins, was tweeting the other day that um, it was like him and a bunch of like mixed between like AAA minor league dudes and some of the, some guys on the major league roster were just out like shagging ground balls I saw together. That. Yeah, like, that was awesome. Yeah, and like they seem to be doing some live action pitching, but like it really seems as though um, the pitchers need those, even if it's like a simulated game kind of thing. And it doesn't seem like they're capable of doing that without. Um, Without having access to coaching the staff, the team. Yeah, yeah, training, so it's like, yeah. they're just gonna whatever. They're making a worse product. The owners don't care though. Like they, they really don't care about the Dude, safety of the players. Manfred is such a clown. It's crazy. I don't know no. if you saw. He's like I don't. I, I, I think he no, did yes, watch no. the the press conference. He, uh-huh, uh, yeah. He's such like he's kind of like insecure too, and I don't know if you saw. And I'm not trying to attack the man's character, but it's like <laughs> he visibly is to me. Like yeah. I don't know if you got the uh, the question. I don't know who asked it, but they asked him about you know the, the players speaking out on social media. Oh, okay. and I that. he was like, I don't pay attention to that. And then he went to the next <laughs> with a stupid Midwestern accent. Yeah. And uh, actually, no, I think it's a Western New York accent. Um, but oh, uh, okay. yeah, he's from like he's from like uh, upstate New York. Um. But, uh, but, and then he went to the next question and then, uh, the guy, the next journalist was asking and then he goes, hold on a second. And then he went back to the original question and he's like, <laughs> I'm the same guy. I'm the guy that did 98 and 94 or 88 oh and 94. So, and everyone's like, yeah, dude, that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's not a good look. <laughs> he's like just like backwards. insecure that he's like, well, I'm the same guy. It's just like very, it's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. Also, he's just like. Yeah, I think he's he's realizing that there's. I mean, we talked about this with Aram last week that there's the access to social media and the being able to like put out their message is a huge advantage for players. And I think that he's it's the first time though he's dealt with something like this where people weren't mad at the players, they were mad at the the owners. And he doesn't mm-hmm. know what to do because he's yeah he's an employee of the owners before he is anything else. Unfortunately, yeah, like Roger Goodell, baby. Speaking of the big game, Roger Goodell. Roger, oh that's right, commissioner no one likes, of football. No one likes yeah. him. Famously nope. gets booed. At a, a draft, yeah, you know, all the good stuff. So I wonder so, if Manfred is going to stop showing up to like the World Series. Like he's going to be very Trumpian, or like oh, when Trump doesn't go to the Kennedy Center honors or didn't go to the Kennedy Center honors. I wonder if Manfred's going to stop attending those because of how re- he was already relentlessly booed. Imagine now. Yeah. 
Imagine he's now. Just get completely ridiculed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just bombarded. We're going to show up uh, outside the MLB NYC offices, Brandon. I've got a, I'm going to make a little sign. I'll, I'll, I'll start a little chant, you know, get the, get the people out there. <laughs> I'll do it, man. I'll fly out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I watched Don't Look Up last night. Oh, yeah. I saw the, the new Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence movie. Man, uh, the Adam McKay thing was so charming initially, and then every yes. iteration of it afterwards has just gotten worse and worse and worse. I I love your opinion on that. It's really it was really so on the nose and incredibly heavy handed, heavy handed, like, not yeah. creative. I, we have a good friend, a mutual friend who loves that movie, and I was arguing with him because I'm very pro. Wait, oh, yes. Okay. I'm very pro licorice pizza and he's and he hated licorice hates pizza. Licorice pizza I heard, yeah. And I'm and uh and he's You're... very pro don't look up and I'm very meh on don't look up. Yeah. And I he... also didn't th- think don't look up was bad. I just was like No, not bad. Wasn't wasn't charming, wasn't like there's was so much no, of not that. creative. Yeah, and like the uh, something I really adored about the big short was the editing and it's like he's still kind of trying to do that but like it it made yeah. it like the themes were even more heavy handed than they already were. Like the, the what he was trying to say with the movie when he's like cutting between like hippopotamuses and you know, all this shit. Being like, yeah, we get what you're trying to say. Man. Yeah, we <laughs> get it. I uh, what's funny to me is there's a few people I know in my life or in friends' lives that um, are older, more conservative folks, and they oh, yeah. saw Hate it. it. No, they didn't get it. It went over their head because they were like silly movie. Like two different people oh that are not God. related that are like That's older insane. conservative folks I heard about. And they're just like, wait, where are you hanging out with older conservative folks? Listen, man, I go to the golf course. <laughs> once. <laughs> okay, right, no, no, just like what I heard from my family and other yes, people. Yes. Um, yeah. So. It was fine. It was okay. I thought the Leo performance was good. He's great. Yeah. Um, Kate Blanchett was great. Yeah. I mean, the Timothy Chalamet was viciously annoying. I thought. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's really pl- just playing himself with the new outfit yeah. every time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought the, the screenplay was, was a little lacking. You know, it just wasn't my favorite. And it's a best picture nom. So I'm like, famously, uh, we, we all try to go knock out all the best pictures before the awards happen. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm doing right now. Um, it kind of reminded me of Okja. Did you ever see Okja? That's the big, the Jake Gyllenhaal with the big pig? Yes. Yeah. It's I the, didn't see it. Cause it's I know. the parasite director. I'm scared of butchering his name, so I'm not gonna. Yes. not gonna make an attempt at it. But it was like that. Tonally felt very similar, but it had mm, just okay. like a boatload more charm than than this did. Um, You're right. Right. Like just wasn't. Didn't feel. Yeah. Just didn't want to be with these people all the time. So, yeah. Um, what What is your so far? What is your before we get back to baseball? What is yeah. your uh, your favorite best picture nom? I haven't seen all. Ooh, of them. I've okay. been Let's slacking. The... I've been really slacking so far this this year. So I need to watch. All right, More, I'm pulling but... up the list right now. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I just haven't seen any of this shit, dude. I, saw, I know, I haven't seen uh, a lot this year. I was, Miranda and I were supposed to see Belfast on Friday, but we bailed on that just to hang out and go out to dinner instead and take our time. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Alley, I really want to see. And I think that that's Me on too. streaming services now, right? I think the it is. Bradley I saw, Cooper, I saw an ad Yeah, I definitely want to see that. Um, yeah, that, then Don't Look Up. I never saw Dune. Drive My Car is like three hours. Uh, I'm so, not going to see it. It's too long. I'll see Drive My Car. Power of the Dog, though, is on Netflix, and Miranda and I... I was trying to find which movie of the streaming ones that are for yeah. Best Picture I should watch last night. And Miranda took off to go to that concert. And so she uh, she told me to watch Don't Look Up because she'd seen it already. So mm-hmm. um, what else? West Side Story. I I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. But I don't think the original one's good. I'll say it. Okay. I don't think yeah. the original one's good. You think it's bad? You're not a shark? I'm well, a shark. Well, I'm a, a jet. You're a jet. Um, okay. I'm a jet, yeah. <laughs> You're a jet. Um, and what else we got? I said Belfast already. What's that? Sorry, King Richard. I never saw. And yeah, that's, we've, that's we've seen the same movies. Kind of a weak, kind of a weak list, honestly. When you're looking, at. nothing. I mean, I guess I'm I, terribly excited about. Yeah, um, Licorice Pizza was. I mean, I have to see the other ones, but Licorice yes. Pizza. 
Um, also, I heard the worst person in the world is supposed to be very good. That's like a oh yes, I've heard that. And also, I heard uh, uh, Red Rocket is supposed to be really good. The like yes, the, the dude that's the ex porn Florida star. Project. Wait. I saw I saw Florida Project with you and Miranda. You remember that? That's right. Yeah, yeah that's we right. We saw in a weird Santa Monica theater. Is like the only one that was playing. It. I totally forgot about that. Did you see Tangerine, that director's first movie. I haven't seen that one. I know that's it is, on Netflix too. That's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll stop being a, a, a movie, movie pod. pod. We're a movie <laughs> yeah. pod. We're uh, we're a weather pod. <laughs> also, our movie pod is just like, yeah, I've seen two of the ten movies. Yeah, Let's both talk of, about both it. Both of us have seen the same movies from the <laughs> yeah, best exactly. picture. It's very funny. Listen, but if you want to talk about uh, about a uh, soul, I really like soul. That was two years ago, though. Now, um, I kind of wanted to. Okay, <laughs> you before seen we get Wally. on, <laughs> I wanted to see original screenplay. Uh, Belfast, don't look up. King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and the worst person in the world. Okay. Um, so it's the same movie. That's the thing is they're all going to be nominated for the same fucking thing. Yeah. Adapted is going to be. Yeah. Oh, West Side's or uh, Power of the Dog is adapted screenplay. Interesting. Probably a novel. Uh, must be. Yeah, must be. Um, all right. Production design. Is that the Spider-Man one? No. You saw all the Marvel nerds were pissed that Spider-Man didn't get a Best yeah, Picture shut nomination. shut the hell up. Honestly. <laughs> no, shut, shut the hell up, dude. So I like. I kind of like Spider-Man, too. It like did what it was supposed to do with people our age. Which just made us feel nostalgia when, yeah. spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Spider-Man already and you want to see it, stop the pod now. Go forward like 30 seconds. Um, but when they brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, yeah. and I didn't even really like the Andrew Garfield ones, but Tobey Maguire one was the first one, one I think the first, first PG-13 movie I ever saw in theaters. So like a prime demographic for it. And that worked on me. But like best picture. Let's let's cool it a little bit. <laughs> it's not. That was Ridiculous. not the best yeah, picture. Kevin Smith's like show Peter Parker some love. Shut up. Dude. Yeah, dude. Shut we already gave the mouth. Joker multiple Oscar nominations. Let's just fucking chill. I read Shut a statistic up. that uh, the the Joker character has won more collective Oscars for actors than any other character in cinema other than the Godfather. That insane! What a world we live in, Brandon. The Joker oh, runs everything. Because there is two uh, Corleone. Uh, yes. Yeah, De Niro and Marlon De- Brando. Yeah, and Heath Ledger and Joaquin. Great. Yeah, your boys. And uh, and your personal favorite though, the Thirty Seconds to Mars guy, Jared Leto. You love oh. that's he's your favorite Joker. <laughs> JL, I love Thirty Sex, dude. You love Thirty Sex? Yeah, Thirty, 30 <laughs> Sex is a hundred gex, but yeah. Did you know? know uh, real quick, before we get back into baseball, uh, mm-hmm. one time I fell down a rabbit hole of looking at Thirty Seconds to Mars merch. Whoa! This was last year. And you must indulge yourself in doing this because... It's awful? Is it really awful? The last year, they had a shirt that was about, I think, $60, just a t-shirt. And it just said on it, it was like, new normal, COVID. No. Uh, I swear, all the cliches. No, no, no. New normal, COVID, Trump, <laughs> politics, 30 seconds? It was something oh like that. Oh, my God. And that's it was $60, insane. and it was sold out, my friend. That Well, she, well he has a cult. Have you he heard about that? He has a cult. Yeah, yeah. so he has a cult. So he's got all these people eating out of the palm of his hands. Um, okay, merch. This is bad. We, we were like, we're going to do a real baseball podcast. We've been talking about 30 seconds to uh, Mars merch already. Um, okay, looking at their apparel, shirts. I, I We got to go on the, the, the island cult thing, though, Brandon. We got to go hang out with Jared Leto for 10 Oh, yeah, and record. Dude, if, that would be a podcast. For a live pod record at the right? Jared Leto. Us Ooh. hiding our equipment in the tent. <laughs> they have censored tea, 30 seconds to fucking Mars. That's a tank top and a shirt. Um, I can't find this one you're talking. We'll have to figure it out. I'll, I'll have to look at a later, later date, but that's so funny. Oh my god. Um, the classic rock band band. Remember the video game Rock Band? Yeah. Thirty Seconds to Mars had a had a couple songs in it. I remember that was probably really? my when I peaked as a Thirty Seconds to Mars fan. Were you singing? I was playing drums. I was a. I have I told you? I know I haven't talked about this on the podcast before, but I won a rock band competition once when I was in high school. No, I did not know this. Yeah. 
it was uh it was at a at my the youth group that I went to they did a rock band competition. You had to have a whole band together. And me and my friends were the only nerds that could complete every song on Expert. So we played on Expert. And then it was like half showmanship, half skill. Um, so we just acted like goofballs. And I and I played Expert drums and then sang Coheed and Cambria. And we called it a day. It was great. Whoa, you sang Coheed and Cambria? Yeah, that is... the, the Welcome Home song. Yeah, of Remember course. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're noted Mets fans. Really? They gotta, we got to get a, a Mets collab between the Strokes and Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, the, all <laughs> the and us collab. and NL Feast. And then NL Beast, yeah, we got to be featured. Um, we got to be featured. All right, Brandon, uh, we're going to hear some ads. <laughs> I don't know now or if you already heard them already, but they'll be cut in. Um, <laughs> and then we'll be right back with uh, some baseball talk. Hey, sports nerds, have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there. I got some friends. I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org, or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. All right, Brandon, we're back. <laughs> um <laughs> We uh we, we got we got to get into what the the topic of the day is and the topic of the day today is the remaining free agents that are available to the teams that or we trades. support and fall oh trades you said trades oh I threw some trades in there okay all right do some trades actually that make that's that's really great I'll do all free agents you can do trades and free agents we'll figure it out but we're gonna go through all the teams the Mets the Marlins the Nationals the Phillies and the Braves, Braves. I always forget one. Um, and it's never the same team. Like this week, like when I was writing the list, I forgot. I forgot the Nationals, and then when mm-hmm. I was saying it this time, I forgot the Braves. Um, always remember the Mets and the Marlins, though. But Brandon, so we're going to go in order. We'll each tell the move or the free agent that should be signed by Post this team. Post lockout, what's going to happen? Post lockout, what's going to happen? Yeah, I did an awful job of queuing this up. I want you to start. What team? Do, well, what team do you want to start with today? Um, I'm going to save my Marlins one for later because I'm excited okay. for that discussion. So I'm going to okay. say I'll, I'll go with my own. I'll go with the Mets. The and Mets. Okay. I think the Mets are still going to sign one more big bat. Okay. So you have to think that they lost Conforto. They don't really have any left-handed power. Not that Conforto is necessarily a power guy, but he could, you know, Gap power. hit 25 to 30 homers. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, I do think, especially with the DH in here, and even though the Mets have Robinson Cano, I feel like the Mets may try to swing a Kyle Schwarber. I was just about to, to ask, is this a Schwarber? <laughs> Schwarber to the Mets. What is Schwarber? Or a Solaire. Would you get a Solaire? You just want one of these like monster power bats that doesn't necessarily have to play a position. They can DH. They can play right field. They can do right. work kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I and I also think that uh, the Mets have acted like, oh, we're going to get 
players and we'll figure out how they work defensively. Like obviously yes. can, right now they have uh Cano, they have Eduardo Escobar, they have McNeil, they have like three guys JD who play Davis. second base. JD <laughs> Davis in the yeah. infield, Dom Smith plays first base in the outfield, yeah. sort of. So the Mets have these pieces, but I think they do actually need in their lineup a power bat. And if that pushes Robinson Cano to be a left handed bat off the bench, so be so it. So be it. Yeah. Um what is it? How old is Robinson Cano now? 39? 30, 38, 38 or 39, yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, but so I predict, I, I do think, I'm going to say one of Schwarber or Bryant. Okay. And I'm wow, gonna, you are not getting Chris Bryant. I'm not going to let, this is like when my Bucks fan said Aaron well, Rodgers. Well, I'm leaning to, I, I, I'm, my pitch is Schwarber. For, okay, okay, for okay. But I'm Sorry, saying Bryant, Bryant is still a possibility, though. I'm not going to. No, know. Chris Bryant is not going to the Mets, Brandon. He's not. You guys, what are you just going to sign every good for? Are you going to get Carlos Correa, too? He can play second base. Why not? <laughs> he can pitch. Come on, can, fifth <laughs> starter. Um, you got no, Scherzer I, already. You got Starling Marte. You had Francisco Lindor last year. Now you want to sign Chris Bryant, former MVP. Calm down, buddy. Okay, I'm saying Schwarber. <laughs> okay, Schwarber. Also, yeah, I both of these guys will will make it on my list here, um, but okay. not for the Mets. Not for okay. the Mets. Well, maybe um, maybe I have Bryant going somewhere else in the East. We'll see. True. You but never know. Schwarber, I think, I think is going to be. He could be. I'm not going to say going to be, but I could see him joining the Mets. DHing for the love of God, do not put him in the outfield. And no, that goes please. for any. You can play catcher, Brandon. Any, <laughs> I don't know if you he, remember that. Sure. I do remember that yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, he could, honestly, he might be better than James McCann, but I would love to see him hitting bombs to uh, the yeah. Coca-Cola corner at city field. You want to um, see the apple going up. I want to see the apple going up, but also I guess you have to consider, um, I know he made some adjustments to his swing. Do you think that what he did last year is indicative of what he can do in the future? Or is he pre 2021 so. Schwab? No, cause he, he, he also did it, uh, with two teams last year. It wasn't like he was doing it just with the nationals or like just with the Sox. He's like bouncing right. around. Um, I think it's I think it's sustainable. I think he's going to be a good signing. I mean, with the DH, that's there's a bunch of players in uh, Major League Baseball now who are got to be excited that the National League DH because it got confirmed on Saturday too. We didn't really mention that. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of those dudes out there. I know the Marlins have like a the Jesus Aguilar problem, the Garrett Cooper problem, and the Lee Wynn Diaz problem, all being primary first baseman and not being able to start them all obviously at the same time. So I do think that that'll come in. I think that would be. I, my guess is that Schwarber signs a very big deal, uh, maybe another one-year big deal, and then uh, assumes that he'll get traded at the deadline. That's what I'll say. I think that like he he's going to get a big one-year contract and then be used as like a valuable trade aspect or trade piece. Schwarbs. Schwarbs. So you don't Especially think... what happened last year. I think it's, it's going to be a replication of what happened last year. But because he... Uh, right because was he, he, a, he was at the end of his contract, so I guess it doesn't make sense for him to sign a one-year, though. You don't think he'd get like a three-year 75 or something like that? That's what? That's over... Well, that's like 23? Yeah, like uh, high 25 AAB sort of deal. Um, that's a lot of fucking money for for a man who's not like a, 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 good, a even a decent defender. You know what I mean? But I guess, again, you're right. If the DH is in, in the NL, who cares? Um, yeah. He's filling a position anyways. Yeah, I mean, his OPS plus in 2021 was 148. <laughs> so he's... Who cares how you're playing defense if your OPS is 928 and your OPS plus is 148? That's insane. A 3.2 war last year with... Uh, a defensive war of negative 2.4 in 2021. And then, uh, or, wait, no, wait, I read that wrong. Negative combined war of uh, 1.3 last year. So, yeah. And a, yeah, this guy's insane. He's good. We don't need to say that. I feel but like I, I, I could, I could there, see, but. I could see this, uh, this gentleman uh, playing for the Mets. I think it would be a perfect fit to the Mets lineup. Don't put him in the outfield. <laughs> in the outfield. Um, 
But but yeah, I could I could certainly see that, and that is my tentative prediction for the okay. Mets. I don't know if that's going to happen. I could also see a trade happening. My tentative prediction for the Mets is Schwab will be so, gauging for the Mets. Very curious what you think of the of what I'm going to say. We we had mentioned already. So for my Mets, my Mets free agent uh, prediction, we had mentioned that you don't have a lot of lefty batters. Mm-hmm. Corner outfield, you had played Dom Smith there a little bit last year. I mean, you guys obviously had the rotating uh, minor league cast coming in and out because of all the injuries that you had. Why not? Now I know he had a he had a mediocre year last year, and statistically speaking, it was. Uh, uh, average offensive average here, despite his slow start. Uh, bring Conforto back, baby. You got he's not That's a great corner outfielder, but yeah. you got Starling Marte there now. And I know you're convinced that his athletic uh, decline will begin sometime shortly. But as of right now, he can cover a ton of territory out in center field. Um, yeah, yeah. I, you get, I, that's not back, a, I mean, you get back. Uh, I guess what? So right now the Mets have Nimmo in left, yes. Marte in center, Mark Canna in right, who's, mm-hmm. who seemingly replaced Conforto. Yes. However especially how we see most championship teams, you can mix and match. The Dodgers have different guys out there almost every day playing different mm-hmm. positions. So yeah. I want, I, you know, I'm sure Mark Hanna, as long as they didn't promise him like, Hey, you're going to get 150 starts in right field. Yeah. You know, That's and true. he can also like play it. left and, you know, Nimmo is very injury prone. So I have thought about that as well. I've considered it because it's possible Conforto comes back, tries to, um, regain his value this year and then signs a monster deal in a normal full off season possible. Something I've definitely considered. Um, I, it feels like to me that it was like his swan song out of there. Um, If you remember that way last season, the last city field when like the Mets coach, like raised his fist in the air to like, I mean, thank the fans. It was a little, I feel like he was, he was on his way out. He's how old is he? He's only 28. Uh, He's going to be 29 when the season starts. Mark can is 32. He plays worse defense, and his OPS plus last year was only ten points higher. Yeah. So like, you know, as far as <laughs> as far as getting a oh, also he's a Boris. Yeah, he's a Boris dude. He's so a Boris guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So so where's Dom Smith fit in this? He's not playing first. He DHs for you. Or you think he's gone? That I think the Mets have. Th- we'll see if the trademark even exists when when the lockout's open. But if it does, I think there are going to be some interesting possibilities with JD. Dom, and possibly McNeil. I pray to God they do not get rid of McNeil because I think he'll have a monster comeback. But I I definitely think JD's gone somehow. Maybe for a relief pitcher. I think JD's out the door. Dom, I also hope not, but it's possible. I mean, Pete's blocking him at first. And if Cano's there to DH, if Schwarber comes in, uh, you know, I mean, he could, he, Dom can play an okay left field. And yeah. fine and acceptable, yeah. maybe a below acceptable, but a fine left field. I don't have the, his uh, uh, his defensive stats in front of me, but interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I could see it happening. I could see it as something weird like that happening. But yeah, I'm just like digging it. I forgot Mark Cano was uh, drafted by the Marlins in the seventh round in 2010. Oh, wow. I didn't Wild. know that. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what do you so. Think? His Twitter so, account is out of the park, Mark. Oh yeah, so Mark Hanna actually does a food. Uh, a oh, food that's right. Blog yes, we, we yeah. talked about this. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So that's pretty cool. We got to get him um, onto our food pod. We're gonna. Have he a actually food did. He did do a podcast recording. I saw of like a, a some food uh, podcast recently. Wow, and he's got yeah. affiliations to both of our teams. I know, Matt's and mm, Marlins. Maybe we'll have our people call his people. All right, Brandon, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch the next one. So, so I'm your, going pred- to your prediction was Conforto to the Mets, though, to clarify. 
My prediction was Conforto to okay. the Mets. Yes. I like it. And, and I don't I don't even know if these are predictions. Like I would say these are more of like what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Possibilities. Things that I think could be cool just so we could talk about them. Covering my ass here when none of these five things that I'm going to suggest happen. Right. Because <laughs> that's good. It's going to be like our MLB uh, or our, our season preview all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, watch. We're going to say the Phillies are going to be in last this year and they're going to win the division. Mark my words. Um, <laughs> all right. Now this is this is we're going to go Marlins for this next one. Brandon. Um, we'll okay. get our teams out of the way. Um, this is something that I, hold on. I got a cat screaming. Did you hear that? Just the loudest cat. No cat world. screams. Didn't um, hear. no, this is something that I think is more wishful thinking than anything. Um, I, I acknowledge that this, there's a good chance this doesn't happen, but he is a South Florida guy. He's got swag. We love swag in Miami. We need a counter. We need corner outfielders and center fielders and anybody who can play an outfield position. Um, bring Castellanos to Miami, baby. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. He's a monster offensively, um, defensively. That would that would have De La Cruz get that fourth outfield designation that people have been saying that he uh, that he is. Though I don't necessarily believe it. Jesus Sanchez is going to get a lot of time out in the corner outfield. Obviously, I mean Garrett Cooper can even play right field. I know we talked to uh, Abisel Garcia. Abisel Garcia. We got we talked to uh, Brian Anderson. Even played a little right field. We were talking about that with Arm Layton last week on the pod. Check it out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, dude, he's he's a monster. I think he's got a, a lot of that that uh, swag that would work well with Jazz and bring like a life and a and a personality to this Miami team. Sure, fish with arms could be fish with bats if the, everything goes according to plan. Um, it scares me the length of the contract somebody like that would want after the season that they've had and and how consistently uh, decent they've been offensively for so long. Um, I was doing research today. Came in eighth in rookie of the year votes during his rookie season, Brandon. So nothing to oh, nothing to bat an eye at. That yeah, was just that's, one Bob Nightingale vote. <laughs> <laughs> just as one um that's my guess that's what i'm hoping for we can i'm though to be now that i'm talking about it out loud the deep and that's a deep drive to left field by castellanos memes yeah. are going to be too much i'm already sick of them yeah, and he's not can't on the handle it. um, um my yeah. what do you think of that uh i like it and i think that was something that we talked about very early in the offseason because mm-hmm. of his florida connections um i similar to schwarber i worry about his defense there because also yeah. the marlins have an issue they don't really have center field. You can't put Abisail Garcia's monster body in center no, field. I don't think he's faster than you think. His is like uh, yeah. His uh, fan tracks or the what's the what am I thinking of? Not stat head. What's the other one? Statcast. Statcast. His statcast <laughs> speed stats are better than yeah. you think they are. Um, fat head. But, You're thinking of fat head. <laughs> uh, the fat body stats say. <laughs> yeah. Abisail Garcia. We're joking. Um, more athletic than either of us. Um, yeah, that worries me. I mean, are we going to get Lewis Brinson out in center field? <laughs> like, are we going to really just like take a take a uh, an idea out of last year's page? We can't do that. But that um, that Marlins outfield is so massive that you need yeah. a good defensive center. Yeah, field you need rangy defenders. You need yeah. rangy defenders. Yeah. Um, I like the Castellanos move. I think he would be a great DH. I know, like you said, that you got. Lewin and, and Garrett Cooper and Aguilar yeah. out there. So you just picked the best first baseman, I guess, yeah. of that bunch. Who I think is, um, uh, is Lewin Diaz. I think probably, from a defensive right. perspective, he's the best one. Yeah. So I don't know if the Marlins maybe would need a trade Cooper or something um, to free that up. But I don't know. I feel like that the Marlins need to pride themselves on, on good defense in that outfield, I think. That's yeah. my only reservation with Castellanos. And that's why this is my proposal, which I oh, don't no. think you're going to like. I don't okay. think you're going to like it. All right. All right. But, Tease it. What is it? But, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Our friend Peter Pratt on the Lost episode, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, episode he was mentioning Cedric Mullins coming yes, to the, to he's the fish. Uh, Cattell Marte is also someone that's been discussed, I believe. Yes. Brian um, Reynolds. 
I'm going for a reasonable Marlins transaction. I here. don't like the word. Uh, you already started this with reasonable, which is <laughs> lowering my expectations. I, they already have a connection with this team due to the Lazardo Marte. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Ramon Laureano. I I he's not an offensive bat, though. He's a phenomenal defender. He's okay I get what you're saying. offensively. Yeah, it's like the Jackie Bradley but, Jr. mold. But his, uh, you don't need to give up much, I don't think, to get him. I know he, I think he has like three more years of team okay. control. Which how old is he? How old is Lionel? He's 27, I think. 26. Oh, that's um, younger yeah, than I thought. young. Um, yeah. Kim Ang, I think, would like the team control. The A's are going to do a fire sale. Um, the issue is, I don't know if you remember... He is currently going to be suspended for a few games going to the <laughs> yeah, season because of a steroid bus in early August. I think he has to serve. But now you eight. can do steroids. Remember that that came you out? You can do steroids now. You can do steroids now. So, so that's I'm, exciting. I, he's going to come in bulked up. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Loriano to the fish would make sense defensively. Yeah. For the team. I get what you're and saying. he's okay offensively. He steals a few bases. He's and a fast it would be, guy. And you wouldn't have to give up a Max Meyer or something he's actually, to get him. He's better offensively than I thought. He's not bad. He's not no, bad. He's better. Like, he had an OPS plus of 129 yeah. two seasons in a row playing. I mean, that's 123 and games. He has never played close to a full season. He's never played close to a full season. 2019, he played 123. Last year, he played 88. Um, I guess the but 62 But that was because of the steroids. Yes, yeah, but the 60-game season, he played close to all of it, um, and then he was called up, so that's probably why I didn't play full. So yeah, I guess so I don't like, think you yeah. can say injury-prone at this point, yeah, but I also, agree. if it, I, think he'd need, I think he would miss, I think he has like 20 or so games remaining, I might be off a little bit on that, then you can see uh, De La Cruz in the yeah, outfield that's for true. a good few games. I, I like the move. I'm going to predict. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Because like, I'm scared. Uh, I'm very scared of us just dumping our farm system. Um, like we've done a great job building this farm system through a lot of savvy trades and obviously our pitching development and all that stuff. Um, and so I guess I'm scared. I'm going to wake up one day and like Edward Cabrera, Max Meyer, like uh, JJ Blade and Peyton Burdick are all going to be gone in some monster trade yeah, for like Cedric um, Mullins or yeah, Marte or, 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 or like Brian you. Reynolds or something. That's scary. Um, and I, I guess I'm comfortable giving up pitching prospects, obviously, because we already pretty much have five. Uh, we have our, our, our rotation established practically, but, well, I'm trying to think what that trade would look like. It would be some maybe it would be like I don't know. I think I, I think I you'd have one well. top fifteen guy. Yeah, yeah, and then maybe. after that we could we could get rid of some. Yeah, and then I don't know. know. I don't hate that actually. And and you're right. We need a good defender. I just are the are the A's going to give up on Loriano? Is the question? Do the, I I don't I think they're going to do a complete overall. I think Olson's gone. You Chapman's think anybody? Gone. Yeah, that's I right. Olson's yeah. Because right now they're like bottom five and yes in. Uh, prospects so it's like they're trying to they're probably going to try to be top 10 after yes rebuild all these trades yes, i imagine back up. you know that's not an awful idea brandon you're kind of selling me on it i okay. don't think it'll happen but i think that 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 that, that was interesting you were uh you were teasing that the, we had already done a trade with them and i thought you were gonna say george springer and i was like i'm all in baby <laughs> give him the fire <laughs> we'll take george springer hey sports nerds have you heard of color cast well, ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download, and it's free to use. You can talk to me, you can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders. Not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there, I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. 
But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. Today's episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org, not .com, not .gov, you know, .org, or open Instagram and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. All right, moving along. I'm going to do my next one. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so did Marlins, did Mets. We're going to our Philadelphia brethren, Brandon. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can say that now. We've had a Philly guy on the pod. Um, Yeah, we love the Phillies now. Last year, position, I mean, the whole infield was a mess a little bit for the, and the whole outfield, honestly, uh, with the exception of Bryce Harper, um, was a little bit of a mess. Alec Bohm got brought up, Brandon. And he he did not exceed expectations. He met he met some expectations offensively, but defensively it was a nightmare. We've talked about the NLDH an exhausting amount already. We know it's on the we know it's coming next year. Why wouldn't Pretty Boy Bryant go to Philadelphia? That Chris is Bryant my exact one to, as well. That's yours as well. Yep. Okay, it makes the most sense for like divisional, um, like what's the word I'm looking for. Um, like it's when we're confined to only picking in our division, this guy makes the most sense in this mm-hmm. position specifically. There's been some rumors about going, uh, going other places, but Philly does pop up. I think this is probably the most likely of the things I've said so far. Yeah. Um, with Castellanos coming second and then Conforto resigning with the Mets coming third. Um, that's what I'm going for. I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal, obviously former MVP, great, great baseball player. Vegas connects with Harper. Yeah, that's a great point, too. Also, Beard Connect, potentially. We'll see what beard ends up happening. Beard Connect. The Beard Connect's a real thing. Um, yeah, and then I don't know what that means about Alec Bohm. Obviously, a huge prospect for them that hasn't really panned out. I, I, we've talked about it already last year. Um, the the fumbling with the the ground balls, like they were they were trying to shag grounders in a, in a pre, pre-game warm-up, and he's just like cursing to himself in his head, clearly in his head. Um, so I think this is just immediately addresses a position of need. Um, mm-hmm. like we said, good offensive player, average or above average defensive player, um, and has and has done it for a long time now. So you know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, and I think not not only insurance for Bohm, but the Phillies have no outfield right now. It's yeah. Bryce Harper and with Matt Veering. Is that right? Is that the other guy? I don't know. Let's like let's um, let me check the yeah. I think the, I think the depth chart is that. is uh, Veering or Veer. How do you say his last name? I don't know. Veering. Where we got to get our boy back on? We're going to get. Dan, Dan, come back on. Dan, come back. Um, yeah, so right now they have Matt Veerling in both left and center field. Yeah, <laughs> and Bryce Harper, right. and that's it. So and Bryce Harper, yeah. I mean, if you Johan Camargo, Bryant, Bryant in left or center, you play a little bit of center, um, and Bryce in right, you'd obviously need one more piece yeah. uh, for, Conforto. for center field. <laughs> Conforto is also someone else I consider yeah, for the Phillies as well. I kind of thought that for a second, too. I yeah. thought that as well. But I think Bryant makes the most sense because of, like you said, the possible troubles with Bohm at third base. He can slide over there. That would still mean the Phillies, unless they think Matt Veerling is uh, is going to start. Is the real deal, yeah. They could, they could still <laughs> use a, a couple more outfielders. So it'll be interesting to see what the Phillies do in these in the weeks or days leading up to, to when spring training starts. Yeah. No, I think they, they'll probably be the most active out of everybody in the in the division because you guys already have been active. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Braves already won a World Series. That's the question uh, moving on. I guess we're, we're running a little bit of tight on time. We did it again, Brandon. We've talked our little butts off today. Our little butts are talking. Our little butts off. Um, I think we're at the 45-minute mark. Does that sound right? I see 40 for me. Okay. All right. I trust yours over mine. Um, but the Braves aren't going to do a whole lot. I mean, I think they have one big thing, and that's probably the stuff that we'll talk about next. Um but outside of that, they're not going to be doing a whole lot. The Marlins don't have money to spend. We're not going to get a Chris Bryant type, you know. We're not going to get. I mean, even Castellanos is like a is a big ask from this um, from this ownership group and this front office. Um, so yeah, I'm glad. Listen, look at we we got. I almost fought you when you said what'd you say at the top about the Mets getting a oh at possibly, Chris I Bryant, said Schwarber, the, but Bryant's still possible. Yes, so. yeah. So we we've moved past that uh, that contention. <laughs> and we've moved on to being on each other's side and still I think that was triggering for me because I like I, I think I was getting into this anecdote before I before I uh, I got distracted but I have so many Bucks fans in my life and Brady retired and they were immediately like we're going to get Aaron Rodgers another Hall of Fame quarterback who just like we're just going to keep slotting them in and I was like no that's not going to happen I'm sick of this stop acting <laughs> like you're like a, a premier destination for like for all time great quarterbacks um, this was a one and done thing Um so yeah, that's that's kind of where I think that those spill over <laughs> those spill over frustration. <laughs> you have anger issues. I'm Sports punching walls over issues. here. I was Brandon and I were watching that Murderville show. Have you watched that Murderville show yet? Uh, I heard about it. I've not watched it. Yeah, there was a good punch a wall scene. Um, it wasn't Will Arnett. I forget who it was, but somebody punched a wall. We watched one with Marshawn and uh, Conan so far. Oh I, yeah, I heard about that. Um, yeah, I'll check so. it out. It's like improv-y, right? Yeah, it's like improv-y. It's a little it's a little cringy improv-y sometimes, but for the most part, it's pretty good. What's your What's your Braves pick? My Braves pick is both already former Braves. First off, you need to bring Freddie Freeman back. I think that's got to be number one priority. Is that what yours was as well? That's my only one is that they're yeah. going to re-sign Freeman. Um, but I thought it would be fun to give Solaire another run for his money. Which the yeah. Atlanta legend very quickly. Sure. The Schwarber role we've talked about where you just like plug them in and they can they can be a good offensive bat and this hopefully serviceable defensive uh, presence if needed. Um, but with the DH, again, if this was a bingo perfect game. Perfect for Solaire. Perfect person. Um, so yeah, power hitter came alive for them at the right time last year. Um, won the MVP for the world series with them. So why not bring back your other MVP, Freddie Freeman, plug him at first base. Um, just truly one of the few faces of the franchise at this point. Like how many more he's like this, like Steph Curry on the golden state warriors. Who's a baseball equivalent of been on Buster Posey on the giants. I mean, Freddie's obviously younger than him. Um, but yeah, so I think you need to bring Freddie back. I know there's rumors of Freddie going to the Dodgers. I know there's rumors of Freddie going to the Yankees, but um, mm-hmm. but I think if you're... I mean, it would be egregious, and I don't think Anthopolis would, would do that. To, I mean, because you have to think, that, like, he is the franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if him you Acuna, lose him, yeah. I don't care if you replace him with Matt Olson from the A's. Yeah. If you lose Freeman... Or Rizzo. Like, yeah, you, you'll lose the whole, like... Uh, you'll give a middle finger to the fans after yeah. winning World Series, and not only that, but like, that like the his family is well as popular in Atlanta. Like it's a, it's a whole package. Like they're just yeah, he's yeah. he's he's the modern chipper or like modern yeah, yeah. Lavin or something. It's like absolutely. you can't, you absolutely cannot let him walk under any circumstance. And I know the rumor is uh, they want to give him six years. He's asking for seven. It's like who cares if he's give injured? him the seventh? Who gives a we shit? We have the DH yeah. now too. Yeah. It's like who cares. Yeah, you got you, that, that man has to be at first base for the next six plus years. On, Completely agree. On, and on he's this so team. good. He seems like such a sweet guy. He turned it around in the middle of last year. He could have yeah. he could have slumped the whole time, and he really turned it around around the All Star break. Famously, after his son wasn't it his son told him he needed to step up. He's like, you got to play on the All Star game. So oh, so I can, I can meet, meet Tatis. Tatis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So that's mine. Yeah. That or Solaire. Bring Solaire back. I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Solaire power. That's a great nickname. Um, yeah. 
But all right, Brandon, we're down to our final team. The team that I really was struggling to come up with anything. It's for, a hard frankly, one is because they're we know we're, we know what team they are this year. They are a rebuilding roster yep. that wants to see how the young guys play. Um, and so I'm curious to see who you got. Who do you, who do you have? Going yeah. So my thinking is the Nationals obviously need some help rotation wise and in the bullpen. Um, I think their bullpen at a 5.08 ERA, but I focused on their starting rotation. Obviously, Scherzer's long gone. Strasburg, we don't know with his injury. Um, so I predict, or I, I am saying there's a possibility that Zach Granke goes to the Nationals to eat some innings for them. I like that. I was, uh, I, so I was, I was looking at this similarly, where it's like a veteran pitcher, a veteran yeah. presence would be like would be a beneficial um, would be a beneficial role to be filled on this team. I. The one I really bit my tongue on because I just absolutely can't see it happening, but it would be fun as if Kershaw goes there. Um, right. Yeah. But I just don't see Kershaw going anywhere other than Texas Rangers or, or Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that would be fun. Uh, I think that's great. I, I love Granky. We love Granky on the pod, obviously. He's yeah, uh, he's an interesting dude. Um, and he, he brings some intrigue to a national scene that might have an issue drawing fans later in the yeah, season. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. my reservation is he's 38. He has not won a World Series. He's been in the playoffs many times, obviously, in true, the World Series last true. year. Um, he probably wants a ring, I'd imagine. I, mean, I don't know. Ring. We don't know what Zach We don't know what's wants, going on. But, <laughs> true, but if he, it, you know, he might just like, he's like, oh, I like politics, so I want to be near D.C. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But, um, but I imagine he wants a ring, so now, yeah, most Washington. likely he's going to go with a team that's going to be competitive next year if he gets a contract. Where would he go? What do you think? Like, uh, what would be a fun team for him to go to? White uh, Sox? Padres? Yeah. White Sox are fun. Padres are Padres probably have a stacked rotation though. Giants? He screams uh, a giant to me. Giants maybe because they did they, they not that he's a replacement for Gosman, but it's like yeah. they probably need to fill some some uh, innings there. That's Seattle I like that. Seattle's good. Seattle might want a veteran presence on, in their rotation. I mean, Rangers. We were talking about Kershaw going there. Granky could be interesting. Yeah, there. Rangers are doing obviously like kind of a, a big uh, yeah, really trying to run there. it back they got right John now. Gray. Yeah. Um, all right, but, look at us. We're I'm, good at I'm, baseball. I'm we saying, know baseball, I'm, Brandon. Yeah, we know. We listen teams. Um, but yeah, I'm saying I think the Nats um, could be a good fit for Granky, and you know maybe Granky, you know, uh, stays around there for when they do a rebuild and, and maybe he wins a ring with them. Eventually. That'd be nice. How old is Granky? Because right, we he's lo- okay. Yeah. yeah, he's lost all power at this point. But that was never something that he was like you know. He yeah, was not he's not pumping a like Verlander. Yeah, he's an Orlando, Florida guy too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm trying to see if we can find this is probably baseball reference is probably not the um, the right thing to look at. But Statcast cranky. I want to know how fast he was averaging uh, last season. I would guess like 91, right? Uh, I don't know. 92? Maybe 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 89. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of leaning maybe like high 80s instead. Whatever. This website's not working. Um, but yeah, so my nationals won, Brandon. I I was just trying to think outside the box here because I was like, these guys need trade pieces. Um, a thing the Marlins did for a few seasons that I could see them doing is sign a guy to a one or two year deal. And you know, he's going to be desired at the trade deadline. Um, Jonathan VR could be interesting on them. He plays a little yeah. bit of everything. Right. Cause um, they resigned Escobar and I sure but I feel like VR would be a better presence there. And he plays second base. He can play third base. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, I think that could be interesting. I wrote down Schwarber going back to the nationals just cause I think yeah. that's fun. Um, but the more we talked about Schwarber, the, the more I feel like there's no way that he's not going to chase a longer term deal. And those yeah. are not conducive to those trade pieces that I think that they're just trying to sign right now. These like one or two year deals that you can get some value for. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I Kershaw would be fun. I think Kershaw would be fun. It's 
absolutely not going to happen. It's a 0% chance it happens, but that could be fun. Um, or this is probably what they should do is they should be working all season on signing Juan Soto to a long-term contract. That's what they should be doing. Yeah. So we'll see if they, uh, we'll see if they actually do it, but that's probably where they should be. But interesting if that were to happen. So who's the, be- who's the favorite in the division? If, if these are the moves that are made, if let's these say, are, so if the Mets get Schwarber, if the Phillies get Bryant, uh, Phillies would still need more pieces. Um, if Braves resign Freeman, Marlins get Loriano or Castellanos. Okay. Um, Nationals get Granky. I mean, Nationals are still not favorite. I mean, I I think you have to go with the Braves if Freeman yeah. comes back. If Freeman They're comes the World back, Series you got to Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and Acuna comes back next Acuna season. Acuna will be back. Um, they they made some they made some sneaky good moves with their boy Kirby Yates in the bullpen, and yeah, I think yeah. Manny Pena is going to be the backup catcher with Darno. So good defensive catcher. Yeah, yeah. Is Zanino a free agent this year? Zanino? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that name popped in my head. Um. He is done to the, No, he's still on the race. Says okay, not a free agent. Got Zanino on the brain. I got Zanino on the brain. Um, okay, wait, I figured it out, Brandon. Okay, his average mile per hour for Zach Ranky's fastball in twenty twenty one. How fast do you think it was? He threw it forty five percent of the time. That I think uh, Statcast considers like cutters and sinkers okay. and everything all the same. So ninety, eighty nine. I said eighty nine initially. I, I should have gone with my gut. Second most thrown pitch was. Uh, uh, 22% of the time was a changeup at 86. And then his curves average mile an hour. What do you think it is? Uh, his curve his average curve. Mile? That loopy curve he throws. 81. Uh, 71, dude. Oh, <laughs> that holy thing shit. Is, that thing is dribbling to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Um, you sold me on the Loriano thing. I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty in on this. We, because, we should we'll, we'll put this out on Twitter when the podcast the comes out. Yeah, float and the we'll, train. We'll, we'll see how angry pieces. the Marlins nation gets. I think it's realistic. I think that's like that's what why, I was going with. Realistic things that the Marlins would do. Yeah, it is a team that we have an established trade thing with. I mean, you could say that about the Diamondbacks too with Cattell Marte. Right. Um, we have a history of trading with them as well. Um, but I think that's really interesting and I, you're right. We need some defense out there. I mean, he's an average offensive player, which is better than a lot of people that we've thrown in the outfield over the last year. He's still young and he could make adjustments too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a hard park to hit in, uh, especially for power. Um, but yeah, I'm just starting to, I'm starting to get to this point where I'm thinking about the roster and like, even from a positionless perspective, it's like, we have a weird amount of pieces and I don't know where they all go. Like we have, Joey Wendell now. <laughs> we have uh, Miggy. We have Jazz. Then we have three first basemen. We have Lewin Diaz, who we traded for in the Sergio Romo trade. Um, then we have Aguilar, who's been a, is a great locker room presence, really good uh, good power hitter, led the NL and RBIs, or was in top three last year, I think. Yeah. I, I think the, the infield for the Marlins can shake out for sure. Yeah. Because um, Wendell can hop around anywhere, you know, kind of like do what we were saying in the sense of what the Dodgers do, where you can mix and match per day, yeah. per matchup. I think the infield makes sense. I mean, maybe there's one too many first basemen, but the DH helps out having Cooper or, yeah. or uh, Aguilar uh, playing there. there. So, and Cooper Cooper gets injured all the time. It's not his fault. But yeah. he, I mean, last year's was just bad luck um, yeah. uh, getting ripped off the first baseline. Um, and Brian Anderson could be on the run. I'm just worried that what's going to happen is we're going to trade BA, start Wendell at uh, third base, Someone's going to get injured in the middle infield or, or the corner positions, and we're not going to have any depth again. We're going to be back turning the Joe Panics and the Isan Diaz. Well, the same the thing, though. It doesn't hurt to have, you know, if they get a center fielder, it doesn't hurt to have Brian Anderson as third base outfield. Right like, yeah. Yeah. Why, why not? You know, do the mix and match thing. I think if they get a solid center fielder, if Loriano, I think you have to, on paper, you have to kind of like that team. Yes. You know, I see a lot of questions with the, with the young guys still, but it's like that team is 
wildly more, uh, wildly better offensively than they were the year prior. Yeah, right now ESPN has Aguilar as our starting first baseman. Makes Lee sense. Lee behind him, and then Cooper. Cooper's got to be out. I mean, Cooper also played outfield a little bit, but he's just so fucking slow, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to have Alex Jackson as our fucking DH. Get out of here. That dude strikes out fifty percent of the time. This is very funny to read. He's gonna be the back backup catcher. And they have right? Brian De La Cruz starting in center field for us, according to this. Yeah, with MSL playing now. right field and Jesus Sanchez playing left field. All right, we'll see what happens. Um, well, Brandon, I think that's it for us, right? Is that it? I'm, I know I'm doing a bad hosting job here. <laughs> Sorry. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's We're Super doing Bowl it in Sunday. The morning. Uh, yeah, no, that's it for me. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right, plug your stuff, Brandon. Do what we normally do. You can follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter. Where, where can they? Uh, where can they find you? You can find me. At NL Feast Sam on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Twitter at NL Feast. Shoot us an email, NLFeastPod at gmail.com. And as always, check my band out, Ugly Twin. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. We have a Twitter account too. Um, what else, Brandon? Let's get this fucking strike over with her. Let's get the let's, let's get, get these the labor fucking issues. strike over with. We want we want baseball. We Pitchers want baseball. and catchers are supposed to be reporting right now. Spring training should be starting any day now. It's snowing in New York, Brandon. I'm going crazy. Um, but all right. Anything else before we get out of here, Brandon? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.